got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up United the races with truth instead of divided them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday already. Amazing. I don't know what. It's like time is just way ahead of me. What the? You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, JESSE. My biblical question for this week, the biblical question is a doozy. Why do you take? Size. Why do you take size? Why do you do it? Have you ever asked ask, ask yourself that? Why do I always take size? That is an amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com. Slash show, jessaleepeterson dot com slash show, and um, if you are out and about today, working out or whatever you might be doing, make, making breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or stuck in the airport, or laid out by the beach, or wherever, anywhere in the world, anywhere, you can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad by calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. You can also podcast the show, but you can listen on your iPhone, iPad in the meantime. Don't forget to follow us. We're on Cozy, C-O-Z-Y. Dot TV slash JLP. Cozy. Good morning, Cozy. Dot TV slash JLP. And Odyssey, you ought to see O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com at Jesse Lee Peterson. It's amazing. I, um, so it's Thursday. Though we deal with all, all the issues on Thursday, Thursday has been set aside for Bible thumpers because it's hard to communicate with them like a straight back and forth conversation. And so I've set aside Thursday to kind of have a little bit more time, but we're dealing with all the other issues too, but to have a little bit more time to deal with the Bible thumpers. Because the Bible thumper need help too. If they ever need a help, they need it now. Wait until you see some of the issues coming up that we have for you. Um. So today is Thursday, and it is Bible Thumper Thursday. A knee, a knee, a knee on our neck. Why George God? Why George God? Why? 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 Why George God?
am the daughter of two pastors. I have a strong moral core. I was trained to read and understand the Bible. You will emerge from that as an atheist. Uh, it's a disgrace. Uh, that we're supposed to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. He preached for us and let us and didn't tell us what it is you mean. In your own words. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, there's a verse. There's a verse. You want him to preach? Yeah, yeah. Get up and preach. Amazing. The father won't even protect the son because the mob. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're trying to make a fool of the son. And the father was made a fool of too by not protecting the son. A Christian, pastor, or whatever. I don't know if that man is a pastor or not. But isn't that amazing? The boy, I guess, need to be one. Anyway, 888-7753-773, there's the line open. One of the most, maybe the number one thing, misunderstood thing about God and the Bible is done by Christians. And that's why you see no real strength power and authority in the Christians. The Christians are still tied up in emotions, imagination, judgment, fear, doubt, worry, stress, anxiety. They have not changed at all, but they have gone down to the front of the church and accept Jesus and got saved. And now they're running around saying, I'm saved. Oh, I got saved on January 20th. But nothing changed, and they won't even question, okay, if I'm saved, what am I saved from? Why nothing really changed? And then they say, I believe in God. And that's where they stop. They stop with, I believe. And that's it. And nothing changes. They never get to the point of, I know God. I know the Father and the Father know me. They always stop at, I have faith in God. I believe in God. And that's where the intellect stopped them. And now they just read the Bible up and down over and over a thousand times and nothing changes. The heart is still angry, no love. They have not entered into the kingdom of heaven because of no love. You will never enter into the kingdom of heaven with an angry nature because anger is evil, it's hatred, and hatred is playing God, and that's the nature of the devil. But you believe in God. You got saved. And as a result of that, they stand on the street corners and they preach Jesus. They travel around the world preaching Jesus, intellectual knowledge, and that's all that's all the place the world get with it. They have gone hooper hollered and carried on and allowed some man to teach them and now some faith preacher woman teach them and they get no further than that. Marriages are bad. Personal lives are unhappy and fearful, lonely and sad. Why do you accept that you believe in Jesus, but nothing has changed? You're no different than you were prior to believing in Jesus and learning the word. Why do you believe that Jesus, a belief in God, is the same as a belief in the devil? Why don't you question it at least? Question yourself. What's wrong with me if I say I've gone down and accepted Jesus? I believe Jesus died. And I believe Jesus. Let me see what they say. I believe Jesus came and died and rose for me. It's in the blood. It's at the cross. They got all these fancy saying, but nothing changes. And then they 
the ego starts to deceive them to make them think, well, no one is perfect. When I die, that's when it's going to happen. What a setup and what a shame because it's not helping the world at all because those who have gone down and accepted Jesus are not the light of the, of the world. They're not the salt of the earth. And they won't question. As individuals, you should question it. What's wrong with me? Why, why have not changed? If I'm going to feel the same way in serving this guy, I might well stay with Satan. I was feeling the same way with Satan. Fear and doubt and loneliness and revenge and jealousy and envy and strife, you name it, suicidal thought. So if I was feeling this way with Satan and, and I heard about God, so I went to God thinking it's going to be better, nothing changed. Why did I just stay with Satan? They won't question it. And now in our society, in a Judeo-Christian country, America, Jesus is being made to look total beta. Beta, beta, weak, beta. In the homes, in the individuals, in the churches, in the Catholic religion, everywhere. It's just all an act on a stage. It's like that little black boy that his mama said that, according to the report, he was a preacher because she saw him baptizing Jesus in the bathtub or something. And now they've encouraged a little boy, according to the report, that he's a preacher. The mama done it. Little black boy. Our battle is seriously a spiritual battle. And I'm telling you, what you're looking for is not on the outside, period. You're not going to get it from anyone else. It must come from you. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Perfect love is there, perfect peace. You can literally overcome the world by living from within, but you're not going to get in there as long as you have anger. Whether you accept anger or not, you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then you just make up this idea, well, everybody angry. Jesus was angry. The number of people that believes, or who believe that Jesus was angry is staggering. I had no idea. And yet the number of people who believe Jesus was angry have no peace because they have accepted anger as good to believe in that Jesus had it. These same people believe they have a self-will. I can will myself. So why don't you will yourself to be have perfect peace? Why don't you will yourself to overcome shyness and fear and anxiety and worry and loneliness and sadness and False happiness. Why don't you wheel yourself out of that? Why don't you wheel yourself to stop being divided and become one? Why don't you become whole? If you had a free will. And then those same people believe Jesus is God. See how the intellect can set you up and lock you into hell and make you think you're in heaven? and cause you to make up excuses for still being in hell. What a mess. And do you know that most preachers don't know that the kingdom of heaven is within? Even if they read it in the Bible, they don't understand what it means. They'll gloss over it. And as a result, you have set them up to be your teacher, and you don't enter into the kingdom of heaven either. And do you know the number of men and women who are now listening to female Bible teachers, whether it's Sunday school or preachers or evangelists, or the number of people who have fallen for that is mind-blowing. 
There is no way out if you're going to keep falling for the lie. And then you have this, the number of people believing that women should be preachers is, is uh, mind-blowing to me. They have, I want to say turned their back on God, but they have never known him. So they haven't turned their back. They just never went back to him. Turned around as they were as little kids. That's amazing to me. The setup is mind-blowing. You got to overcome the intellect. The intellect is your enemy. Do not hold on to knowledge. Let it go in one ear and out the other. Otherwise, it will become your enemy. There are knowledge. You're supposed to hear knowledge, and then you hear it, let it go, and then wisdom will come. But if you hold on to the knowledge, it's not going to work. Knowledge will will destroy you. And um, and there are people, especially it seems more with the black Israelite people or black Jews who think who are constantly trying to prove that they're the black Israelite, they're the black Jews. They work overtime to destroy Jesus and prove that they're the black Jews. And I'm, I often think. What would they get from it by trying to prove that they're the they're true they're the true Jews? What what do they other than ego gratification, what do you get from that? Because if you know for sure that you are the black Jews, Israelites or whatever you want to call yourself, why do you need to prove it? You don't need to prove anything to anyone if it's if you know it's true. But they don't know it. They're insecure about it. That's why they're trying to prove it. They want to wipe out Jesus, bring everybody but Jesus. What the? It reminds me of the blacks trying to prove that they're better than the whites. But they, all they're doing is attacking the whites and trying to destroy them rather than overcoming this and living up to it. Be that example. That's how you prove it. You don't have to attack anyone if you know that, that you know that you know that you know that you know. You just be. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to try to be like anyone. You, don't have, you just wish everybody well and live your life. But they're trying to prove that they're the real Jews. What a mess. So apparently, I want to show you what they did to Jesus. <laughs> what a mess. And are doing to Jesus. Apparently, an ad campaign called He Gets Us. It's starting to pop up everywhere. I just found this out this morning from my amazing producer, Nick. Ad campaign starts, uh, ad campaign call, he gets us, started to pop up everywhere. This is from the Washington Times. He gets us, Christian campaign spends $20 million in Super Bowl ads and I mean, twenty million dollars in Super Bowl ads, part of a multi-year billion-dollar effort to market Jesus. Isn't that amazing? A million dollars, twenty million dollars, trying to market Jesus. And when did Jesus need marketing? 
First of all, let me see that again. And so this is one of the ads, if you're watching live. Jesus welcomed the huddled masses. So they got a bunch of people somewhere doing something, and they got an ad over that. Look like down in New York somewhere. It's saying Jesus welcomed the huddled masses. And I'm being told that what they're referring to are the illegal aliens. We have a bunch of illegal aliens at the borders and hotels now. We're paying for uh, buses, paying for buses by us to send them to Canada because they didn't like, they didn't like New York. New York too violent and too much drugs. So the illegal crossing to our country illegally breaking the law and they are dissatisfied. Isn't that amazing? And here's another ad. A few more reading. Jesus made space for everyone. Jesus confronted racism with love. At the bottom it says, he gets us. He gets us. <laughs> Jesus was a refugee. My, fa- mama, my father married us in Cherokee. Amazing. Jesus was a refugee. Did you ever imagine one it's no one one day that Jesus would be made to look like a beta? Beta man, a weak, regular nothing. Human being. Anyway, go ahead. Um Yep, that's pretty much it. He gets us. Jesus was a refugee. And what's that white picture over in the corner? Um a white uh with a casket? Yeah, it looks looks like some sort of funeral situation. Oh, okay. But no writing. No, No, just Jesus confronted racism with love. Jesus confronted racism with love. Did Jesus ever mention racism? This is happening in the United States of America. Now do you see that South Africa has arrived They are using Jesus to promote illegal aliens breaking the law. Who is this by? Uh, Ad campaign, he gets us popping up. Oh, okay. So this is from the Revolver. These ads use the Bible and Jesus to validate and even promote the chaos at the border and also to appear, also to a, appeal to the LGBTQ slash trans community. It turned out that major Christian company like Lobby Hobby, Hobby Lobby, <laughs> Hobby Lobby, are major backers of the ad campaign. Nick, who is Harvey Lobby? Can you I, come and explain? I'm I, sorry. I think they're a Christian store. Oh, it's a store? Yeah, they were the only people that when I called about the nativity set, they actually had they actually had it. Really? <laughs> so Hobby Lobby is a Christian store? Amazing. And they support illegal aliens and all that coming over here, breaking the law. So Hank is telling me, what Nick is saying, yes, they support these ads. And Hank is telling me Hobby Lobby was a major Christian chain that got famous during Obamacare or something. Somebody said something, there's something somewhere. What a mess. Now do you see why we're losing the country? 2014, CBS. This is 2014, CBS. Supreme Court exempted Hobby 
lobby from Obamacare contraception mandate. Well, Hobby Lobby is need to go and rethink what they're doing. Yeah, I remember we uh, covering that a little bit when the fall of Messiah Obama was in the White House. What a mess! All in the name of Jesus. Here is a little more from the He Gets Us YouTube channel. This is from YouTube. Jesus suffered anxiety. Watch this. So, if Jesus suffered anxiety, what's the purpose of Jesus? God didn't have to send his son to save people who were in anxiety if he's going to come and suffer anxiety too. Another soundbite, Jesus was an influencer. Watch how they're going to show these black radicals. And they'll call them, I guess, pretending they're influencers so they're like Jesus. Watch this. There was an influencer who became insanely popular. Everybody started following him. Then, one day, he stood up for something he believed in. People got angry. The establishment called him an extremist, said he shouldn't be allowed to share his views. They would stop at nothing to shut him up. So they did what they had to do. They nailed him to a cross. Well, those people are influenced, but they're influences of evil. They destroy, they encourage anger. That has nothing to do with Jesus. Jesus is about love. Becoming whole, becoming one, not dividing. So they're using these black radical to say they are examples of Jesus. And they hung him on the cross. This is evil, folks. This is intellectual evil. And the last one is from YouTube. Jesus was a refugee. Watch this. There was a mother and a father who had a son. (laughs) They lived in a small village and didn't have much money. But they were happy. One day, They heard the head of their country was sending soldiers to their town because he thought they were part of an insurrection. The young family decided to flee. They hiked for days, wondering if soldiers might still be following them. But they were far away from the atrocities taking place in Bethlehem. That's all Mary and Joseph wanted, a safe place to call home. Isn't that so emotional and so nice? It's just so heartwarming. Some illegal aliens want to go home. And they use a female to make it so emotional with that soft music, Spanish music. I guess that's Spanish music playing. What the? A lady with an accent. Accent. Now you see why you better become your own man, your own woman, and find him from within. Because the outside world has set it up, you would never find him. In the churches or anywhere. You got to look within, folks. All this is just a bunch of mess. Emotional, ego, mess. A quick break. Back in a moment with your super chats and your phone calls. 888-77-JESSE. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry. 
because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's His nature. Seven seven five three seven seven three eight 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 seven seven Jesse J E S S E. Brand new episode of the Father State tomorrow Friday, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, at twelve noon Pacific time. My guest was an uh, legal man. I had an interesting conversation with Legal Man. He is a lawyer and the host of Quash. I believe that's Quash. Podcast. The Quash Podcast. Q-U-A-S-H. The Quash Podcast. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. What is it that trial lawyers do exactly? Push paper around inside a phony baloney system. <laughs> Law school is mostly just a bunch of brainwashing. Until people understand the fundamental nature of how screwed up the system is, there's not going to be any fixing it. If you go to court, you're going to lose. If you don't go, you're going to lose. They want to make sure that the men and women are in constant combat, fighting with each other and looking to the state to now serve their family. What a mess! <laughs> <laughs> Greatest Prius, baby. <laughs> Tomorrow at four at twelve noon Pacific time, and then at four p.m. Nick Stream, the Anchor Baby Show, Nick Stream at four p.m. Pacific time on YouTube. By the way, you can support the Father State by becoming a member of the YouTube channel, a member, and thank you in advance. Today at 9 a.m. and every day, Monday through Friday, thehakereport.com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. From 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. All right? Amazing. Super chat. Super chat. Super, super chat. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? All is well. Good. How are you? Amazing. Good morning, Super Chatters. Good morning, y'all. Let's start over here on Streamlabs from Mama's Love. A Mama Love is so special. It makes you put Mama tattoo on your body. (laughs) My baby, my baby love it, Mama. My baby put, has me, he has me tattooed on his body. What the? Anyway. (laughs) Mark 8, 3, 6 and 3, 7 reads, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesse, what is the soul? Is it emotions and knowledge? Was it created by God or Satan? It is not 
Was it what now? Created knowledge. Uh, was it the what is the soul? Is it emotions and knowledge? No. What is created by? Was it created by God or Satan? It wasn't created by Satan. Satan wants your soul. What? Uh, thank you. And on Streamlabs from Angels Are Being Dispatched. <laughs> Angels from Africa. Oh, way from Africa, from Africa, Africa. Amazing. From Africa right now, Africa right now, Africa right now, <laughs> Bible Thumper Thursday. Bible Thumper Thursday. Thank you. And on Streamlabs from Two Pastors, Bread. Jesse, how would you interpret Proverbs twenty eight fourteen? Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. So fearing in this case is good? So fearing in this case is good? Repeat that. Uh, <laughs> how would you interpret Proverbs twenty eight fourteen? Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. So fearing in this case is good? When God mentioned fear, he's talking about an appreciation appreciation for God. When you reflect, you sit back and reflect how you have overcome the world or how you now have peace when you once had conflict. conflict. That's what he means about fear. All the other kind of fear is not of God. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Over on D-Live from Elijah with a diamond, blacks insecure about their lack of accomplishments, so they got to take on other cultures' identity. Well, that's what happens when you have anger. It blinds you, and you start to live outwardly, not inwardly, and so the blacks, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most, not all, but most, cannot see. And that's why they are jealous and envious of other cultures and races. Even the blacks who come here from other countries, they tend to come and they work hard and they, they start businesses and they set up their own little community away from the blacks. And so the blacks who are living here, they become jealous even of other blacks. You think you're better than me. You try to go along with the white people. Rather than overcoming that anger so they can learn and overcome, they just can't see. That's what the problem is. They have been encouraged to be angry, to allow others to think and do for themselves, and they're just lost. They cannot help it. What a mess, huh? Amazing. Thank you. Oh, that's why they believe most black people today, men and women, believe that white people are superior to them. They're always trying to fight the superior whites. And they, they tell you out loud that, they, that they're fighting superior white people because they say it. White supremacy. The white man is superior to us. The white man doesn't feel that way. But the blacks in their darkness feel that way about the white man. Isn't that amazing? If the white man felt that way, he would not allow these people to take over his country and destroy it and run them out of it. What a mess. Thank you. And over on Streamlabs from the one, the only, Starcyon. I'm a very scorned woman now, Jesse. You have no favorite callers. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> um, how come I need favorite callers? I don't quite understand the question. I, I think she well, I think she wants to be your favorite caller. Why do you think that? <laughs> because he's <laughs> saying, you have no favorite callers? Right. Well, yesterday, <laughs> well, yesterday she asked me did I have favorite callers. I said no because... I'm trying to help whomever want the help by pointing them back to to the kingdom of heaven within where freedom is. Maybe she's referring to that. Yeah, now she's scorned. 
Because I'm pointing them at your God. <laughs> no, because uh, I don't know. See, I, I don't quite understand the statement. Maybe I am missing it, and he may be right. But be clear. All right? I appreciate you. Thank you. And one more from Starcyon. Maybe this will clear it up. Education is now a tool for destruction. Yeah. They don't teach them reading, writing, and arithmetic no more, Jesse Boo. It's about racism and sexuality. This generation is screwed. Yep. You're 100%. No more reading, writing, writing, and arithmetic. And did you know that now that the blacks cannot get into these smart schools, they can't pass the test? I guess the SAT test or whatever you have to take to get in, they are now, rather than insisting that the blacks earn their way, if they don't earn it, they don't get in, they are removing the test. Just think about that. And now the blacks going to sit up in the class, these white people classrooms, along with the Asians who have earned their way, and they're going to pretend that they're as smart as the whites and the Asians. They're going to pretend, and uh, then you ask them, if you're so smart, why did they have to take the SAT test away so you can get in? And they're going to use the excuse, oh, that's racist. So if that's racist, why don't you go to a black school where much is not required of you, much or even nothing? What a mess, huh? My country is gone. And they put put in all the wrong people in the right places to make sure it doesn't return. What a mess. Thank you. And thank you so much. That is all for now. Amazing. Thank you. Let me go to Lisa out of Texas. There's one line open for 888-775-3773, Bible Bumper Thursday. Um, Lisa, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? All is well. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about where I'm at um, as far as... Where uh, I am or where I'm at? Uh, I'm, I'm white and I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from like you can't get any more deep South Texas than where I'm at, so you're just gonna have to just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's right. Oh, so anyway, Nick, yeah, I, I can hear you on the phone. Nick. The, huh? Oh, I would tell Nick I can hear him on the phone. Go ahead. So Lisa. I just um, so I mean, I've you know, two years ago, I think through two years ago, I started listening to you. Forgave my parents but didn't do the silent prayer so I was like being jerked around on a chain for another year and um, started the silent prayer about a year ago uh, and it's I mean it's definitely it's endurance and um, endurance and endurance uh, I mean like I mean like I would just wake up and there would be all these suicidal thoughts and just this is never going to end yeah. and, you know just everything you know the deal yeah um so, I mean, just endure, 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 continue nonstop on the silent prayer. Recently, um, I've noticed I'm becoming hyper aware of the thoughts and the feelings. And um, and I, I observe because at times I may still say something that I recognize came from a thought that wasn't myself, or I may do something or not do something, like you talk about, Peter, that um, I still recognize but the emotional attachment is no longer there, if that makes sense. So I, I see and I observe and I recognize the behavior, but there's no feelings attached to it. So, um, but it's just, and I heard a caller yesterday. I was going to ask you, I tried to get through yesterday. I was going to ask you if yesterday morning was womanhood hour. Because um, all, yeah, anyway. Uh, but I heard a young lady, I think, yesterday morning talking about the, the thoughts being louder. And I don't necessarily recognize them as being louder, but I do recognize that I'm just like hopper aware of them, like observe, like watching them, like I'm doing it and saying it and thinking it. There's no feeling attached anymore, but it's like it's 
like you say, talk about it. It's like a movie that's playing out. Um, so I just kind of wanted to share that um, with you as far as uh, just, you know, testimony. I do, uh, another thing, like you talk about at church, um, the edifying and the, you know, iron sharpens iron, and I find myself longing for that, not necessarily the, um, you know, not necessarily the, um, the, the human contact, if that makes sense, but just the ability, like, like y'all do at church, to talk about everything, and kind of, like a sounding board, does that make sense? Well, I would advise you not to long for that because you shouldn't long for anything. And whatever your mind is causing you to long for, let it pass. Don't hold on to it. But I do understand that if, once you wake up like that, it's hard to you can't. It's hard to find other people around you that are right. waking up. And so when you're having conversations with them or you're around them, it's just boring. It has no meaning. And but they think they're they're saying important stuff and they feel important and look important. Uh and so you have no one that you can really fellowship with that understand where you're coming from. I do know what you mean by that. But right. don't worry about that. Just so notice just endure it. that too. Yeah, let that pass as well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to answer your biblical question. Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? So before I woke up, I thought I was taking sides. I thought that I had a choice. I thought I was choosing a side. To give you an example, I identified myself as uh, an adult survivor of child sexual abuse. I mean, they have all these words and all these labels. So that was one of the many labels that I, you know, that was slapped on my back. And so I I always chose the side of other uh, people, adults who were, um, you know, quote, unquote, sexually abused as children. And I was always against, um, you know, the actual abuser. And that was one of the, when you first, when I first started listening to you and you started talking about you know, forgiving pedophiles. I was like, oh my gosh, how in the world? But anyway, <laughs> since, I mean, so, I, you know, I always quote unquote chose that side. Um, since waking up, I recognized that I don't have, I, I wasn't choosing then and I'm not choosing now, that what was happening is because my ego, because that's where my identity lied, was an adult survivor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in order for my ego to defend itself, to maintain its shield or to protection, to, to maintain that identity, that's the, I mean, that's, that's where I went. It wasn't a matter of uh, kind of fright or flight. Um, so it wasn't a choice then. And even though I, I, I'm not on anybody's side today, it's still not a choice. Uh, it's because I've woken up and I recognize that I'm, I'm either on the side of, you know, not being awake or being asleep or I'm on the side of being born again and now I'm guided by the light. So I'm still not making a choice not to choose, if that makes sense. I just... So are you saying that you... Are you saying that... First, number one, are you saying you do take sides or you don't? I don't. I'm not capable of taking sides. And did it's, you say at one point you... At one time in life you took sides? I believed that I was taking sides. It's I believed I had something that you said. Choice. I'm sorry, finish that. Well, I believed I was making a choice, but now I recognize that, that that was self-preservation of the ego. It wasn't a choice that I was making. I was locked up inside. It's interesting you said something that made sense to me. It's funny. You said that one time you th- you were a child, what, molester or something? Somebody uh, molested you? No, it's a... Uh, it's an oh, adult it's survivor of, of child sexual abuse. Isn't it amazing that somebody <laughs> can set up an organization called it adult sexual abuse, and then all the adult sexual abuse join the club and just all they do ever complain to be a witness to one another and never go free from it. That's exactly right. What a mess. It's like being a <laughs> part of an alcoholic club, and all you do is go and talk about being an alcoholic, I'm afraid to take a drink. 
because all we've been alcoholic. Isn't that amazing? Right. Well, and I was in AA too for ten years, so I was that. I, I was that too. What a mess! I, I, <laughs> and just, I'll say one more thing. I'll let you go. Um, just um, now, I recognize. Uh, I'm either guided by the darkness or I'm guided by the light. I don't. There is no choices to make. I'm that. I'm driven by that spirit, whatever spirit lives within me. So uh, I appreciate you. And oh my gosh, like it's just, I, I, again, I'm still enduring. I know that, you know, until they're throwing dirt on me, this is my <laughs> journey or whatever. I right. don't even know the words anymore. Um, That's right. But thank you. Thank you so well, much, Jesse. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And thank you for responding to the biblical question. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. I look forward to it. All right. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right, now. 888-775-3773. Steve out of New York City. Steve, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How you doing? All is well, Steve. Um, I want to answer the biblical question, and I think what, it's very important. Why do you take sides? Why, number one, do you take sides? Not anymore. Not anymore. And Not, I mean... I'll tell you, like, I was visiting my nephew and his wife that was over that house, and they started to have an argument. They went, it went escalated real quick. Are you on the speakerphone, Steve? Uh, yeah. Hold on, buddy. I'm going to let, because uh, uh, I can't hear you on the on the uh, speakerphone. I'll let Nick talk to you. I'll come back to you. Hold on, all right? Um, let me go to the first time caller out of. Fresno, Herman out of Fresno, California. I see here. Herman, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hello, Jesse. Hey, Herman. How you doing? All is well, sir. Thanks for calling. Same here. Um, I had a few questions. I just kind of wanted to um, get your, your opinion on them. Um, I've been noticing you guys talk about the flat earth a lot and the round earth. And um, I don't really believe that the earth is round or flat. Um, I believe that we're just a small part of it. Um, Because in Genesis, um, Genesis 1 through... um, Let me see. 1, 1, 1, 6 through 10 and 114 through 8, um, it describes us as being um, in a firmament, um, basically in a bubble. Um, and a firmament mean bubble? No, the firmament means vault in the sky, arch of the sky of the heavens. And what does it look like? Hey, Herman, um, can you hold for me? Yes. Let me take a break. Hold on. I got to take a break. Two more hours to go. A Bible Thumper Thursday. Hake is coming in with the Hake news. Not the fake news, but the Hake. The guy with the good hair. I'll be back in a moment. Two more hours to go. So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that... I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help. Like, I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church.
Get to the back of the plane and take the middle seat. It's for your own good. And that earthquake body count is now at least 16,000 over in Turkey and Syria. You heard about that earthquake from Monday, 7.8, and an aftershock, 7.5. And I have more China virus and Ukraine propaganda for you guys, courtesy of Coming Nonsense Network, your favorite. This is the end of Hour 1 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is... Bible Thumper Thursday, February 9th, 2023 A.D. Stay tuned for Hour 2. JLP will be right back to your Bible Thumper calls or other calls, too. But first, fake news, not fake news. A pro tip on flying. Coming on since Network CNN reports, the safest seat on the airplane is also the one nobody wants in the back and in the middle. Although data shows middle rear seats will protect you the most, In an emergency, aviation experts say your seat selection doesn't really matter because air travel is the safest mode of transport and accidents are exceedingly rare. Wow. Earthquake body count. It keeps on climbing. Coming on since Network CNN reports the death toll for that, excuse me, for that magnitude 7.8 earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria on Monday is now at least... 16,000, an increase of more than 5,000 people in one day, according to authorities. Crews are still sifting through the rubble as thousands of workers, volunteers, and companies attempt to deliver much-needed aid to the region. Meanwhile, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan Erdogan, uh, admitted to his government's shortcomings amid growing anger over the state's preparedness or lack of preparedness and course of action. But Erdogan also angrily pushed back against some dishonest people, of course, for falsely slandering his government's quake response, saying the moment called for unity. And the discontent, amid the discontent, access to Twitter was briefly restricted in Turkey on Wednesday. Based uh, that China virus, coming on since Network CNN reports, the sleepy Joe Biden administration will soon release a roadmap to transition the U.S. Out of the China virus, they call it COVID-19, public health emergency, like it's some emergency, sources say. The goal of the expected roadmap, one source said, is to try to lay out for the public in a clear way the end of the declaration does not mean what it does not mean, as well as possibly provide guidance on masking and testing. In the State of the Union address on Tuesday, Sleepy Joe Biden, he's the so-called president, uh, said the U.S. has broken COVID's grip, that's a quote, on the nation. While the virus is not gone, thanks to the resilience of the American people, we have broken COVID's grip on us, he said, adding that China virus deaths are down nearly 90% as the administration aims to turn the page on the scamdemic. Officials are investigating how at least $191 billion in scamdemic unemployment benefits may have been improperly paid. Quite predictable, right? And Ukraine propaganda, your daily dose, open wide. Coming on since Network CNN reports, Russia will has potentially lost up to half of their operational tank fleet since the start of the Ukraine war. About 1,500 tanks, according to information collected by Oryx, which is a monitoring group, O-R-Y-X, that's been collecting visual evidence of military equipment losses in Ukraine since Russia's invasion began. Uh, Tanks have been a major focus of the conflict and seen as key for either country to take territory on the battlefield. The total figure for Russia's equipment losses, including tanks and other fighting vehicles, is about 9,100, which, according to Oryx, while Ukraine's total equipment loss is about 2,900, while Kiev has received pledges of modern tanks from Germany and the United States and Britain and other Western so-called partners, Globo Homo partners, uh, Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky, not a Christian, today reiterated his plea to the West for more weapons. Did you know DeMar Hamlin will play football again, according to Commie Nonsense Network uh, CNN? So says an NFL Players Union doctor. The Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, suffered a mid-game cardiac arrest, a heart attack last month, and like his heart stopped twice. He's received an optimistic prognosis on his playing future. Well, congratulations, man. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 2.
Bible Thumper Thursday. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson and Hassan. Welcome back. Nice to have you back, man. And uh, thank you, of course, to Nicola 